0: Hey, I'm Alex. I'm Amy. And this is Small Town, Not Small Minds.
1: Hey, Amy. What's up? Hey Alex, I have been enjoying my new city of YYC Calgary. I'm just living that downtown life. A couple of days ago I was like walking through the city to go meet my friends for brunch and I was wearing my little french chapeau and I was carrying my cute little bag. And I just thought to myself, what is my life now? Look at me. I'm a big city girl now. And <laughs> You're Emily in Paris. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and it's Amy in Calgary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm just really enjoying it because on my downtime, I feel like I really intentionally go to new places and then try out different restaurants with a lot of different local friends. And it's been really enhancing my hosting duties because when my friends and family have been coming to visit I can really navigate and give them like a great mini holiday. So I just had my best friend from St. Albert come down. It just felt like a full holiday. She was like, you know, we did all the things that we would want to do together. And she said, I'm so impressed how well, you know, this city, considering you really only been here for two months, two and a half Mm -hmm. months. Like I said, I just, I just feel like I'm in this prime time of my life and I'm really enjoying the city and exploring it and then being able to share it with all my friends and family.
0: My what's up is like the same but different so um, I am slower to change and I'm working on finding my way around the city and finding places that I like and uh, making it feel more like home rather than foreign and so um, I had two of my really really good friends from elementary and high school come and visit me this weekend and that was a really um, fun way for me to see new places because I find like it's been cool and interesting to like meet strangers online and try to do things but that like takes a lot of time and energy for everything is new I like I'm learning like how to get downtown, how to pick my friends up from the airport, where the schools are for work, where all of this stuff, where to make friends, where to go for a walk, all of that kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm like sounding out and a lot of my energy, emotional energy is like being put in that area. So then I'm not always having energy for bigger things. And this is just how I operate. And I know not everyone does, Um, but it's a slow process. And I'm in by no means um, upset or unhappy to be here. Um, it just takes a while for me to be like, this feels like home.
1: Ah, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what. Up? Up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are so excited to welcome Trevor. I recently met Trevor on the royal caribbean tour when i was out visiting my good friend Joel ronnie also featured on this podcast a little bit about trevor is he has been dancing for the last five years entering his sixth year with royal caribbean he's three weeks at home so we're so lucky to catch you during this time and little break that you have before you jet off to australia and you are a jersey boy so welcome trevor
2: Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to get to chat with you guys.
1: Awesome. Our first question is, what is the most small town thing about you?
2: So I was just thinking about this. I'm going to say the most small town thing about me is that uh, on my block growing up, in between two of the houses, there's like an eight or nine headstone cemetery that we all used to play manhunt in like a version (laughs) of hide and seek.
1: We're just like haunting after. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The
2: the town that I grew up in used to be um, farmland before they like built everything that's there now and all of the family that kind of uh, farmed and owned the land are all buried in that little like it's like a 10 by 10 a little (laughs) tiny graveyard
1: great for man tracker yeah some people play at the park but (laughs) you play in the cemetery
2: yeah we have a little bit more access closer to home
0: you know
1: know?
2: that's awesome
1: Um, mine has nothing to do with yours, but I just recently teaching in more urban settings here in Calgary. I remember my students asking me like, miss, where did you teach here before? And I always answer, I taught where the real cowboys grow and which is in Stettler. And uh, they were asking me like, do they actually say yeehaw? And I was like, honestly, some of them, yes. Like, So from where, where the real cowboys roam, I can confirm
0: one person from Stetler texted me today. Yeehaw. Wow. (laughs) So she's telling the truth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm so like where I'm from. So that is something so foreign to me. Like the um, idea of cowboys, like real yeehawing cowboys.
1: (laughs) You'll have to come out and visit. Yeah. It's wild. Then try dating in that situation too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, came myself I went uh,
0: home to Wainwright for Thanksgiving and went to my friend's house and they were basically catapulting pumpkins into the river valley and uh (laughs) and shooting guns at them so I would categorize that as a small town thing
1: Alex Alex texted me like footage of her doing this and I was like yeah this is the most small town thing about you right now because she was like check this out like I was like "Mm, yeah
2: (laughs) I just love the idea of a small town thing. It's something that's going to be in my head all the time now, as I'm like moving through through life and be like oh, super small town thing. I can't wait.
0: (laughs) I know my friend, Nick, I caught it from him, honestly, because we would visit the city and for example, like going on the subway or something would, we would be making so many mistakes and he's like, Oh, our small town is showing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Well, Trevor, can you jump in and tell us a little bit about your work and what you do for those of you that, for those of us, I guess, that don't know you.
2: So I am a dancer in the main theater um, on a cruise ship working for Royal Caribbean. I've done like a wide range of the shows that they have on board, like super technical shows, some old school like ballroom, some more showgirl stuff. So I've done, I've gotten like a lot of experience getting to see like the range of things that happen on a cruise ship, which I feel like is a really fun perspective because sometimes people sort of get maybe pigeonholed for lack of a better term into one category of show. So it's really been nice to like see, see what uh, the fleet of ships has to offer.
1: And something I learned too was that some of those dancers are actually singers. So there's combinations for dancers and singers at times on certain shows.
2: Oh, yeah. And that is something that I think in the future I would love to do. I think if you ask anyone who has been around me for more than three days, they are like, this boy's first love is singing. He he will not stop. People remind me.
1: Yeah, your workout routine when you were like, I don't care who's listening when I'm at the gym. Tell us about that.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of take advantage of the fact that nowadays like everyone is coming into the gym with headphones and I'm like well if they have headphones on I can do what I want (laughs) so especially if I'm having a day where I really don't want to be like on the treadmill or doing whatever I'm just gonna sing and to be fair this has been going on for years and nobody has stopped me yet
0: (laughs) my gosh I have a question about like kind of picking the so there's like the company that runs the cruises, do you put in to go on a certain ship based on the shows that will be in there or the places they travel? Like what motivates you to go on different ones?
2: Yeah, so it's different for everyone. I think something that really draws me to this kind of work is the travel. I do definitely now try to see new places um, or go to like go on itineraries that I don't think I wouldn't necessarily be like readily traveling to that part of the world uh, yeah. immediately on my own.
1: Yeah, totally. Of all the cruises you've been on, all, all the jobs, it's one that stands out to you.
2: And It's actually really cool because you will have just been there with us. Ooh. But there is a little... Uh, port in Italy called La Spezia. It's this, you know, there is uh, the Cinque Terre very close by, which are like these five seaside, like UNESCO uh, protected fishing villages. And for some reason, I saw them for the first time, maybe four years ago now, and I was just immediately drawn. And then I think it was just like the way life works that I got to go back this year. The food in La Spezia is incredible they are like they are known in Italy for their um, focaccia and their pesto like that's mm-hmm. the part of Italy where those uh, two things were created and the food is amazing the water is beautiful you can hike through all of the towns like it's just all of the things that I really love pushed into one and I think it's such a great place and
1: sounds lovely it honestly like the movie Luca is one of those five Uh, villages and so it was just so cool
0: book me in yeah honestly (laughs) I can't
1: can't wait to go back to Italy honestly I was super like I feel like I only scratched the surface of it so Um,
0: okay did any of you watch Sweet Life of Zach and Cody or (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna
1: say no actually I'm I think I'm older okay (laughs) have not
2: watched I absolutely did okay (laughs) Top three favorite shows growing up.
0: Easy. Okay. Well, because then they came out with like the Sweet Life on Deck when they went to sleep yeah. in the seas. So, this is my understanding of you is like watching Sweet Life on Deck. I'm like, oh, this is what Trevor does. <laughs>
2: I think if I can remember, actually, the thing that is most similar is the way the set of the show looks. Like the set of the show looks like what, or I remember it looking like what my life sort of looks like, if that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) So, can you,
0: like, what is your living space like? Do you get your own room? Are you under the water? Yeah,
2: so I would say on most cruise ships, but definitely royal ships, um, the crew kind of live for the most part from deck two to deck zero Uh, and i think the water line comes up somewhere in between deck zero and deck one so there are times where you're underwater or there are different like venues on the ship where you know you're underwater like you can hear the sloshing against the like aluminum or tin metal whatever it is but yeah our room my rooming situation has changed quite a bit uh going from contract to contract so we have uh bunk bed cabins as well as these things called single shares, which is basically like very much, it gives walk-in closet vibes and you share a bathroom in the middle. In both, most recently I was in a bunk bed cabin, which is a little bit more spacious, but of course you are sharing it with another human, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, We are living tight. And I feel like as well, pretty much the cast Uh, All of us live very close to each other as well. So like you walk home from a night out and there's no like sneaking, there's no sneaking away. Like you're walking past your friends to get back to your room to then open the door and there's your roommate who also works with you as well. So it's definitely a very tight knit um, living situation for sure.
1: The one thing I found really fascinating was that all the staff was always watching all the staff. And so I remember having a couple of dinners with you guys. When you came upstairs, there was a couple of rules. You had to wear your name tag and you had to be in the proper uniform.
2: So yeah, it is definitely a real life big brother situation. Like you are (laughs) always being watched as a crew member. And a lot of it is for your own safety and your own protection. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are a lot of rules. Like we have a lot of like very small rules that you wouldn't even think of, right? Like, from things you can't wear in a guest area to not being on your phone in a guest area unless you're taking a picture at a specific venue. Like there are definitely a lot of rules. Um Is it yeah. like
0: your celebs almost on the boat? Like, do people recognize even things like that?
2: I think when I was doing smaller ships, it was definitely more that for sure, where people recognized you and um there was almost like Oh my God, it's the dancers where now that I've been on like the biggest cruise ship in the world for the past better part of this year. That um, was the one I was on. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It definitely isn't as much of a feeling in my opinion as being a celeb, but also the costume that we wore this time Mm -hmm. around, it's very uh, the opposite of revealing of our own like individual person. So I think it would be harder for guests who don't know us to be able to pick us out. Um- Someone who was a
1: civilian on board or a guest on board, <laughs> I thought a couple of things. It was so inspiring to be around so many talented people. You had Olympic athletes, like divers for the aquatic show, synchro swimmers, figure skaters, um, a handful of performance and athleticism was like, oh, I'm just a regular old person here because everyone was so talented. So I was very, very inspired to be around such a talented group of people. And then also Walker Olivering looks like every day I was like, Oh my goodness. And I was also like, their closets can't be this big. Like everyone
2: would <laughs> have such a look and the closet space is not, not ideal. I have to go to our like crew laundry room and iron every single thing I wear every single time because there is no space for me with the way that I have my room set up to hang things, which is Mm -hmm. so frustrating like to take into account like someone being like, hey, uh, I made a reservation in a half an hour, do you wanna go? And I'm like, I gotta shower and iron and do everything all in a half an hour.
0: (laughs) How it's different working on a cruise ship versus land. I'm getting like vibes of like Love Island almost, where like you're just all together and can't leave. And it's awesome and also not awesome. I don't know.
2: (laughs) That is a really great way to put it, I think. Like to summarize, it is awesome and it's also not awesome. Like, there is just, I I would say the biggest difference for me um, and granted actually performing wise, I haven't worked uh, on land. I've done like civilian jobs on land, but I haven't done, I haven't performed on land. So I can't speak to like maybe that aspect of it, but just having a job in general, I would say the biggest difference is just your inability to walk away. Um, And in the good times and in bad, like if you have a frustrating day or you're sort of didn't like what somebody said to you and you leave your quote unquote workspace to go down for dinner time, that person is 11 seats away from you at max. Like it is hard. And then it goes back to sort of having all eyes on you at all times. Like say your downtime
1: is not a lot of downtime. Like yes, you have pockets of time, but they're not collective. Like even though you only performed at night, there were so many things throughout the day that you had to task, like safety meetings, checkpoints, like training, um
2: re-blocking shows and things like that. It Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that goes into another aspect of it that your your downtime intended to be downtime but on a very quick like turn of a dime it could turn into something else
0: is there an exciting element to that like you're kind of always on ready to to perform
2: yeah I think I think the fun thing about that is it always keeps you on your toes there's anything can happen right when you put 9,000 people on a floating vessel 100 miles in the ocean anything can happen you have to be prepared for that at all time Um, but I also think like with the safety duty that we all have it's kind of just a fun aspect that I guess I never would have thought would be part of my life growing up as a dancer like I never thought oh wow you're responsible for a bunch of people if something were to happen and I think it's definitely exciting it definitely feels good to be able to be knowledgeable about all of that stuff and I right that's
0: nothing I would have thought of but yeah you, it's like I don't know training on the job what you wouldn't think
1: you would get as a dancer right you're like well, yeah we, all for this sure stuff. yeah that's really interesting Can we ask you a spicier question
2: yeah let's go for it
1: <laughs> um what is your take about dating on the cruise ship yes no
2: okay so boundaries. you are <laughs> you are actually asking the wrong guy because I have been <laughs> the most single person for the past couple of years. Like I am an eligible bachelor, Um, (laughs) but dating is really interesting on a ship because I think again, when you put thousands of people together, um, it's just ship life is very intense in the way that things move very fast in any aspect of it. uh, Dating included. Right. And so people like, people meet each other and a week later they're now sharing a cabin and they're just like non-stop attached at the hip um and it's been fun to watch I can't necessarily say that I have too much experience in it lately but it's definitely fun to watch um yeah and then you know when you're in that closer proximity with someone you're interested in the beginning like you're going to hang out with them mm-hmm. you know what I mean so you know how we have like all of these like Oh, if you, if someone takes you out on a date when you're on land, like if someone takes you out on a date, give it a couple of days, like don't <laughs> make yourself so accessible. Right. Or that does not happen on a ship. Like yeah. if you're going on a date, you're like, Monday see you singing going, in the gym. <laughs> yeah. Right. You can't hide, but I have seen some really amazing relationships come out of it. But Final is it. I need settled about Titanic.
0: Is there room for Jack on that door?
2: I am in the school of thought that if there is a will, there is a way like they could have fit on that door for sure.
0: Like knowing all of the safety meetings you've gone to and everything you're like, yes,
1: they both could have fit.
2: Absolutely. Also, it's not like they both had to go like full body length against the door. Like you could have, you could have went your
1: ankles in maybe,
2: right. Maybe you lost
1: them to frostbite though.
2: (laughs) 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 Other
0: than losing your whole person.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they could have fed.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's the only answer I need right there. I believe you. Um,
1: Trevor, thank you so much for joining us. I, I know how valuable your time is on your off days to be with your family and friends. So we really appreciate you coming on. We loved having you and stay safe out there on your next cruise and enjoy Australia.
2: Well, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure getting to chat with you guys. And I hope to see both of you on a ship soon somewhere.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I think you're selling it for me. So <laughs> I'll catch you. <ya. laughs>
1: After show. We're here back at it.
0: I loved that you suggested Trevor as a guest. Uh, just tell me, tell me about your connection with him because I know yes. he was awesome when you met him.
1: Yeah. So Trevor and I hit it off like right away. And it's so funny because he retold us uh, behind the scenes saying like that night I had to go to Joel after we had drinks and I was like obsessed with Amy. And I felt the same way. And we had both messaged our mutual friend, Joel, and he shared with us that we both felt the same way. Like we had that type of energy where other people were talking around us and we were like sitting absorbed with each other's words and stories. So it's an honor to have him on and, you know, even to give up his time. So I was so glad he was there, Alex. I think I was saying to you is that he reminds me a lot of you in many ways because you have a lot of similar interests. So (laughs) I think that's like really awesome. And that makes sense why I would really like him. So
0: I I knew. So when Amy was on this cruise, I had very limited contact with her. Um, I got like intermittent voice notes, but one of them was, I met this guy, Trevor. He's very much a lid. He reminds me of you. Um, (laughs) And so I was like, yeah, he sounds great. And even in our pre and after show with him, so many buzzwords he said that he loved. He loves a night in. Scrabble he's gonna do the New York Times crossword tomorrow like excuse me saying <laughs> New York Times Trevor like um we could be exchanging how fast we're doing the crossword puzzle like hello
1: <laughs> yeah and like similarly too that was the one thing he talked about having a lot of personal growth over the last two years and when he was saying that I was like looking at us and I was like same both of us. So I know. Um, and it's been throughout our podcast. Like I love being able to share it with other people and, and hear from other people who've had that growth as well. So interesting though. Would you would you want to work on a cruise ship, Amy? Um, I think if I was in my twenties now, as you know, being in my 30s, I'm a lot more situated in the comforts that I kind of have adapted in my own life. I think in my early 20s, it would have been so fun. Um, just being so super connected with everyone and yeah the opportunities like you're always you get all this sociable moments now I'm like uh like I I think I'd have a hard time being away from so many people and yeah I think that would be really challenging anything else about Trevor you want to add
0: he's super cool and I can't wait to add him on Instagram
1: jar of questions
0: What is the largest animal that you think you could realistically take down with your bare hands?
1: I feel like this has been on the news this like whole summer where people have been like attacked by bears or, you know, all these different cougars and stuff like in the mountains. And I am going small. I don't think after just recently being beat by a grade eight boy in an arm wrestle um, that I could take a large animal down. So I'm actually going with the bobcat. I'd say I can for sure take a bobcat down, like some punches, throw my back into it, you know, kicks. You know, I think I could sit on it almost a little. So okay. I'm going with bobcat. That was the first animal that came to mind that I could probably take out and, like, do some damage and stay alive.
0: Okay. um, Like, we're talking, like... You're not allowed to like lure it into a river or that's like outsmarting
1: the them. That's yeah, that's yeah, different. we're talking
0: you and your hands and a bobcat. And you think you could take that? Like, I don't even think I could take down a golden retriever.
1: You don't think, you, yeah, you probably couldn't. <laughs> I've seen you handle a fish, um, coming off a fishing Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. so I know for a fact you probably couldn't take out a golden retriever at, at all.
0: Yeah, my well, I think final you need to go small. Dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> even cause... then, I think that thing would weave around you.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Amy, I could take think- like a wiener dog.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think that in this question, it's about going small. Like I think bobcat for sure. Like for myself. Teeth, nails. Yeah. Pure I, muscle. I also think we're underestimating the golden retriever. I think if a raging, like rabies infested golden retriever came at me, even I would struggle. But you would not struggle with a Bobcat. I think I could do the Bobcat. I'm like fiercely like if it was attacking me and my family, I could easily slaughter that thing. Wow. Yeah. That's
0: why I find this question so interesting because every single person I feel like I've asked this has way overshot what I think.
1: And I I undershot undershot it, you think? No. Okay. No, I think you overshot it. Really? I think I, I yeah. am convinced I could take down this bobcat. <laughs> yeah. I, with, it, I, with that attitude, maybe. I'm I certainly like, believe you. I'm fully like, lock me in a room with a raging bobcat and we'll see who exits the room. <laughs> like I was bit
0: by like a Richardson's ground squirrel. Like yeah. mm, I don't even know if I want to take that down. Sharp ass yeah. teeth.
1: Squirrels just be coming for like your eyes too, so you know. But I'm going with I'm going with Bobcat. I'm settling okay. with that. Okay. Well, honestly, I'm interested to see what people have to say. What animal do you think you could take on? Realistically, realistically with your bare hands. Bare hands, yeah. Okay.
0: Turn it <laughs> to you folks. Let us know. <laughs>